When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Mortgage Lending Mastery. Get the knowledge you need from America's Mortgage Mentor. With more than 30 years of experience and over $1 billion in lifetime fundings, you'll learn to take your mortgage practice to new heights. Certified Mortgage Planner and CEO of KineticSparkConsulting.com, here is Jennifer Duplessis. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Mortgage Lending Mastery. I'm your host, Jen Duplessis. And today, I would like to introduce you to my special guest, Karen Briscoe. And Karen is the author of Real Estate Success in Five Minutes a Day, Secrets to a Top Agent Revealed. Uh, Karen is the principal owner of the Huckabee Briscoe Conroy Group, also known as HBC, with Keller Williams, um, headquartered in McLean, Virginia, which is right in my backyard. This is where, my, where I do business as well. Um, and her group has been recognized by the Wall Street Journal as one of the top 250, um, one of the 250 top realtor teams in the United States. Uh, she's also been named in the top 100 teams with Keller Williams internationally um, ever since 2009. And um, she has uh, shared with us a uh, her book, and we're going to talk about her book today. And She's going to give us some advice on how to work with top real estate agents. So welcome, Karen. Happy to have you with us today. Thank you for having me. I look forward to visiting with your your, uh, folks. Great. Sounds wonderful. Okay, so let's get started with um, how you got into the business, how you started your, your real estate practice. Well, I had been actually in commercial real estate and was working in an industry that was Uh, changing rapidly, and someone suggested residential sales, and that was in 2002. And I really did um, find it to be my my calling because it enabled me to combine my background in finance and negotiation strategies, but also with the personal side. I really enjoyed being involved in people's lives. We actually have our mission now is uh, we seek to improve and impact people's lives, and that has really I found my thrill, if you will, when I went over to the residential side. Yeah, that sounds really good because one of the the mantras I use is that I don't talk about how many deals I did or how many loans I closed. I talk about how many families I serve in an annual basis, you know, and that's a really good way. It, it, you know, demonstrates a servant's heart. And I know that you're Christian as well, and and I am too. I'm faith-based, and that really does make a significant impact on people, um, making you authentic you know, and real. So that's, that's well, and wonderful. Again, I found it to be a lot more meaningful. I, not that I didn't enjoy negotiating big deals with uh, um, when I was doing commercial. Corporations. But this is, this is, yeah. yeah, this is different. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you, you know, having a significant impact on people. So you got, so you got in the business in 2002, um, and here we are in 2017. So what was the tipping point in your business? Because you probably started out much like other real estate agents, you know, making a transition out of some other career. Um, what was really the tipping point? What changed um, in your practice that took you from one, one height to another? 
Well, I realized early on that others had gone before me that knew um, how to practice the business, and so I decided not to reinvent the wheel, and I joined a top-producing team. Sue Huckabee at the time was number 10 in the nation, and in 2006, she asked me to join her to be partners, and now looking back, it was because she was ill and passed away in 2008. So the the tipping point was the the month she passed away was September of eight, which is when the financial markets crashed. So here I had taken over a business from a very top producing agent in a time of a, a major market transition. And so at that point had to rebuild from there, which in some ways may have turned into a lot of positives at the time. It didn't feel that way, but from what I had learned mm-hmm. from her and from my commercial background, I, pulled together and and brought in a partner because in 2009, I realized I as well didn't want to do it alone. And so Lizzie Conroy joined me in 2009, and that was very pivotal point because then together we were able to rebuild through the recovery, which those of us that have been in the industry through that, and now, of course, back to um, – pretty strong markets. It feels a little bit like what we went through when it was running up. And so it's a little deja vu, but we're having our best year ever right now. And that's always uh, affirming when that happens. Absolutely. That's good. That's good. Congratulations. Yeah. And it is a hot market now. We're finding that as well. Um, Thank God we didn't have a lot of snow this year because that really brought our market, our spring market quickly to us. But it Um, could be why. It could be why because you know, you have early spring weather and then that gets people out. Yeah. Well, and with interest rates, you know, potentially rising and, you know, in the coming year, I think people are now jumping off the fence, which is a good thing. You know, they're, they're hitting the market. So let's talk about that challenge that you went through. You know, one of the things that I've been, I had talked about recently on one of my podcasts was, you know, about the ladder of success. You know, the only way to get from the first rung of a ladder to the top rung is sometimes you have to let go of things. You know, you can't reach your arms that far, right? So you have to let go of things as you climb that ladder. What are some of the things that you learned that you needed to let go of in order to propel you higher? Well, um, I needed to let go of my need to control everything. And Mm -hmm. that was when, again, bringing into a, a business partner and sharing in the, the, the load and the opportunity both of, of learning and growing. And also I have this, and I think a lot of people that achieve at a high level have this perfection need. And so I had to, to learn that I um, had to address that in a positive way, and that is we have what we call our checklist um, to just you have a mire of details of all the things that have to go through in getting a loan from um, right. application to, to processing to settlement. Well, we mm-hmm. have the same things, and we found that if we followed the checklist, then I could allow the checklist to manage the process instead of me having to be a part of every single thing that happens. Right, right. Yeah, in lending, we call that the perfect loan process or a PLP. Um, same kind of thing where, you know, you get your perfection all lined up and it becomes a system as long as you're, and it's scalable, which is wonderful. And you can just plug in people for those positions. And what's most important about it is making sure that the consumer doesn't feel that they're part of a system. 
you know, that their their experience is, is uh, more heartfelt, you know, within the system. And that is so true. I just was reading a book about Zappos, and that is how they achieved the scale and the success that they had. Um, they were um, found a way to create the systems that the, the consumers still felt that they were being um, delivered happiness at the highest level. But at the same time, it was because the – the company thought ahead about what the consumer needed before the consumer yeah. needed. Yeah, anticipation. Yeah, anticipating yeah. their needs and their concerns. Absolutely. Well, that's wonderful. So, um, so these you have your tipping point, and you realize that you've got to make some th- you know some changes. And, and um, so, what now that you've made the changes and you've had um, uh, Lizzie on you know with you as a partner and have your other team members, what are you finding? Um, what are the changes that you're seeing in yourself um, as you progress in this? Because you know I think what a lot of loan officers listening are you know can I keep this pace up? And even realtors, right? Can I keep up this mad pace that we have in our industry? Uh, can I keep that pace up for years and years and years and have that sustainability? So there, at some point, you know, that shift does have to happen where um, you have to have what I call a life of quality. I don't want a quality of life. I want a life of quality. So what kind of changes did you see as you're starting to build or now since you've built it? What, what does it allow you to do? Well, someone used the phrase, and I really, it, it applies to this, it's, Think of who, not you, because mm-hmm. just like in Zappos, right? I mean, the, the founder doesn't deliver the shoes, right? He set in motion the operations so that customers were delivered happiness, right? So right. you can deliver a high-level customer service. It's the standards, it's the systems that you have put in place that are what the customer wants, right? So you mm-hmm. can, and that's what I did and what, other people who scale and and perform at a high level. And I would say that the way you achieve that is by always working on you. Because when I'm better, then it's kind of like when mama's happy, everybody's happy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? When the owner's happy, then, or when the owner is performing well at a high level, that translates out into the environment and the company and the customers feel that the clients feel that. So I would say that what you're doing right now with your podcast and the coaching and the, is where it really starts. It's success begins with, with mindset, with thinking and activities and vision. And then from there, that's where you can set up the, the, a business that truly is, is going to be sustainable and scalable because you can't do everything. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. And I think, you know, it's a, it's a law of diminishing intent. You know, as you start out in this industry, or, you know, you can handle everything because you only have a few, situ- you know, few families that you're taking care of. But when it gets bigger, even though you feel that in, it's sort of it's an invisible chip on your shoulder, even though you feel they want you, what they want is the experience. And if you can emulate that through building more staff to help relieve you, um, then let everyone else perform at 100% because eventually you start performing at 40% in some categories because you just don't have the time to do it. You don't have the capacity. It is the customer um, experience. And, and I remember yeah. when uh, Sue Huckabee, one of the first clients that I was working with, which was a, a, an upper bracket, very high-level government official, 
And she told them that they were better off working with me because I had the time and the energy to devote to them. And so some of it is the mm-hmm. handoff, if you will, yeah. the, empowering, oh, the empowering of your staff and your mm-hmm. team members. Absolutely. And I think, you know, and we talk about this a lot in the perfect loan process. It's not, it's not a hand down, it's a hand up. Um, you know, we can do all these things, but they can do them much better. It's, it's what they do and what they love. Um, what I do and what I love is different, you know, and we have to make sure that the client understands that they're not being passed off or pawned off to someone of lesser. I never use the word assistant because nobody's an assistant on my team. They're all equally powerful in their own right. Um, okay, so that's wonderful. So let's let's kind of move into your your book. Um, so where what was behind the book? Because a lot of, um, well, first of all, let me just say what it is so that everyone understands. And so I just remind everyone, it's um, real estate success in five minutes a day: secrets of a top agent revealed. And it literally is 365 days of very quick, very uh, one page reading of tips and tricks and all kinds of things for people to think about um, to help their business, you know, grow and, and um, you know, leverage what you're, you're teaching them. And, um, but where did, it, where did it come from? Why, why did you put the book together? Why did you want to put something together that was, um, you know, a traditional sort of daily reading? Well, so the idea came out of I was leading book chats and training sessions and people would come because they wanted to hear how I achieve success just as you're doing this podcast. And Mm -hmm. I would encourage them to read because one of the ways to become a higher performer is to be a lifelong learner, right? And reading is one Mm -hmm. of the components of that. And yet they would buy the books and they would say they were going to read the books, but they never seemed to have the time to read the books. And so I was like, well, could you read five minutes a day? And everybody said that they could do that. And so it's a combination of what I call the the dummy series, which is informational Uh with inspirational, more like a chicken soup of the soul kind of series. And it combines them together, which I use peanut butter and chocolate to create a Reese's peanut butter cup as my example. And then it has the takeaway that gets you into action. And because real estate agents and I think lenders, other salespeople tend to be the kind of people who thrive on a lot of change and newness, the idea that every day is different is appealing to them. A regular traditional book being what I call linear, you know, chapter one, chapter two, chapter three, they're like, okay, you know, this is interesting, but it's too much information. I don't have time to read it. But the fact that it's already packaged in bite-sized pieces is more, um, I'm just finding more people are actually getting into reading one thing every day and then putting it into action. It's very powerful. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. So what's the favorite part of your book? I mean, you've got 365 parts, so it's, it's difficult to say what's your favorite chapter, right? Um, but what is your favorite part, part about the book? Well, it actually does have a structure, even though every day is different. So it, the structure is, First, you commit to get leads, which even in your, not even, in your business, just like in other industries, first you need a lead, right, to have something to do. And then there's chapters or stories on what we call the consult to sell or the conversion process of the actual, once you have the lead, you get the lead into the, in your 
case, the loan process, in my case, and either getting the listing and then getting it under contract or getting the buyer and finding them a home and getting it under contract. So that's the whole transaction yeah. aspect of it. What happens is, is that many agents or people get stuck in what I call a loop of they get a lead, they get it to settlement, and then they wake up and they go, oh, I have nothing to do. Better go find a lead. And they get it to right. settlement, and they, they follow this, this transactional loop where they're only as good as their next deal. So then there's chapters and topics on what's called co- uh, connect, to build, and grow, which are mm-hmm. those principles, strategies, tactics that you can do to then build a business that is, like you said, sustainable and scalable. And so mm-hmm. you actually have an ongoing operation instead of just being as good as your next closing. And all of that is surrounded by fast thinking activities and vision, which are the mindset, because that in some ways is where it all starts, right? When you think you can yeah, do it, then, then you will do it, right? So it's, right. It, even though it does have a, a uh, every day is different, and it, it feeds into that every day being a, a unique entry, it does have a structure so that you know you're, yeah. if you're reading a topic, then you can look at the topic guide and see what you're reading about. So if I were to say which topics are of most interest, it would probably be lead generation because I think that's often where people fail. stuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, if, if they only knew me, I could, I could show them what I know, but none of that matters if you don't have leads. You know, the, the wrapped car the pretty pictures, the brochures, all those things, none of those mean anything if you're not actually meeting people and adding to your database on a daily basis. And, yes, and, and I know, think creating... that there's a lot of, in our industry, a lot of agents get a license and they think that means that people are going to start calling them and it, it really doesn't work that way. So yes. that I would say is where even the other day I, w- I was at a training with a group of lenders and settlement company people and they said, yes, that's our business, too. And I'm like, yes. Actually, if you think about it, the dentist has to lead generate because otherwise they don't Everybody. have patients. And the lawyer yep. has to lead generate or they don't have clients. Everybody lead generates. They sometimes call it business development. Um, yeah. But everybody has to have a lead because that's the function of business is to serve yeah. or to sell a product. So to create that that's- mindset that you're always in the lead generation business first, that is probably – where it all starts. Yeah, absolutely. I would, I would agree. I would definitely agree. Okay, so let's, um, let's talk about, thank you for sharing all of that. And, and I know that you want to talk about one of the ways um, that we can use this book to provide value to um, other real estate agents and other people in, in any industry, really. I, and I think there's a couple of chapters about home inspections and things that, in fact, that was today's reading. Um, absolutely. You that, did read it um, oh, yeah. So, um, you know, and of course it wouldn't apply to certain businesses, but I think generally this, this could be a great um, value add to any business. So, so let's talk about um, you as a top producer and us as loan officers because the majority of people listening that are loan officers. What, what can you tell us about, because um, we were talking offline before we started recording, is that um, a lot of the questions I get are, you know, hey, I, you know, I'm either in the business for three months or just started, or I've been in the business for years and I can't seem to tap into top producers. Um, what do you have advice for me, Jen, on, you know, tapping into top producers? And I'd like to hear, and so I'm answering this question all the time. I'm not going to share what I say because it all varies, you know, by, by somebody three months in the business, it's a whole different answer. 
But for you, what, what do you think is the best way, as you, as you look at the lenders who played a role in your success over the years um, and how they were able to get to you and get your attention, what are some top uh, tips that you can give us? Because thinking, you know, we're, our listeners are all over the country. What are some tips that you can give to a loan officer to try to get the attention of a top producer by adding value? Well, so add value. That's it. Because yeah. the, the successful agent and the new agent both need to know that, first of all, what they're providing for their client is going to be um, beneficial, right? Because they're using your name to refer, and when they do that, they need to know that that, that lender is going to be able to perform. So that would be the first thing is to, to add value that way. The other way to add value is to help the agent build their business. Because uh -huh. as the agent builds their business, think about it. Together, everyone achieves more. When yep. the agent sells more houses, the lender is going to have uh -huh. more opportunity to, to potentially do loans. And so ways agents can help um, or, or lenders can help agents build business, this is a very unique way of doing so. You're providing value in an actual way that helps the agent and that's unique. So some lenders are doing like lunch and learns and whether it's just with this book or other topics of interest, lunch and learns are something that I see that it is many lenders do that to great success. There's the traditional methods of, you know, hosting broker opens or co-sponsoring events. We've got lenders that will co-sponsor either first-time homebuyer seminars or community events where you can actually meet neighbors who might be in the market to, to sell their home. Those kind of things add value to agents. Mm -hmm. Yep. We do, um, we do, just to give everybody an example of this community event, I mean, there's, there's all kinds of community events. We just had a, uh, um, a seminar on that we did a client appreciation in tandem with one of the real estate agents that I work with. And um, the topic was um, learning about the Civil War because, you know, we're in Northern Virginia and Civil War is oh. really big. Yeah. So we brought in an expert on Civil War and it's kind of, you know, you're kind of a Civil War. Why? It's kind of a silly thing. But uh, it isn't. I mean, everyone wanted to learn about it. It was just a, you know, a Saturday morning seminar that we did, and we had like 40 people there. They want to learn about the Civil War and see the artifacts and, you know, crazy stuff like that. But it was, it was really fun. You know, they brought their friends, and we got to meet people. And the other thing that we do is we do post-closing housewarming parties for clients that would like to do that. And that's a great way for you to meet um, the neighbors and, you know, the people in the neighborhood who might be potential um, Sellers in the future might be potential buyers, might be potential refinance people for the loan officer. So, just to kind of expand on that and let you know, uh, or list, you know, start for our listeners to be able to understand, you know, what kinds of things you can do in the community. There's there's all kinds of things that you can do. Uh, gosh, we just recently did a sellers a sellers series. Instead of first time home buyer, we did a sellers seminar series on how to be a seller, how to make your house look good, but curb appeal, what to expect with the new trid laws. <laughs> right? Because yeah, the last time they the did seller. it, it was easy. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So there's all kinds of things. Okay, so that's wonderful. So those are great ways um, to help agents build business. Um, and uh, I know that you, we've talked about this before, is, you know, purchasing your book and using your book as a um, value add and providing it to 
your referral partners, you know, our realtors and our financial planners and whomever, um, you know, as a means to say, you know, this is value that we can talk about. Um, we can each read this and maybe once a month we meet and see how our business has changed um, and what we can do to help each other grow. What are some other tips that you might have and how we could use, utilize your book um, to add value to our partners? And, you know, that is a great example because the ahas that people are having, the perspective is different perhaps from the agent's perspective or the lender's perspective or the title rep's perspective, and yet us understanding each other's perspective on how it applies really expands everybody's knowledge of the business and how it allows us to achieve at a higher level a service and customer experience for our clients. And so I think that's a fantastic idea. We've had many agents um, and lenders use it in their team meetings with their staff or uh, Mm -hmm. people that they work with because particularly in, in the lending environment, if you're helping, again, the agents achieve at a higher level, then that's going to translate to you all. So if, if your staff understands better how what the, the agent is going through, then they're going to be more aware of how the process impacts and affects mm-hmm. the customer, right? So yeah. I yep. think that that's another use that I've, I've seen people um, have for the book. And we have on Facebook, we have a five-minute success Facebook page. You'll see my picture. That's when you'll know you're at five-minute success. And that is where we're continuing the conversation on a much broader level. The unique thing about the way this book is set up is since every day everybody's reading the same page, like when you brought up that today's topic was about home inspections, mm-hmm. we're all reading about that. People may have different ahas that they can share that will then create a richer experience for everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's great. And, you know, for loan officers, the thing is, you know, because um, I, I, I know how I know how they think, they're, oh, I'm going to go buy the book and I'm going to pass it out to my, my real estate agents and that's going to get me business. The thing is, guys, if you're listening to this, is um, what my recommendation is and what Karen's saying is to, you know, have, have a lunch and learn in your office and bring them in and go over, you know, go over a week's worth of information or, um, you know, utilize it because you're not, you're not picking this up on January 1st. You're picking it up at a certain time. So maybe, you know, you walk, go around the room and have everyone read, read one of the days and kind of catch up and talk about it and do some feedback on it. But the, but the other thing and the suggestion that I was talking about is to give this to them, but then we always talk about having deeper relationships. And I'm, I'm actually now at the point in my life where I'm saying, you know what, deeper is not what I want. I want better relationships. Deeper doesn't define what we're trying to do with our referral partners. Better defines what we're trying to do with our referral partners. So if you give the book, you have all these opportunities. Um, as a loan officer, we're saying to ourselves all the time, what do I talk about next? How do I, how do I you know, I met with them, we had coffee, we think we're going to work together, I, I'm hoping, uh, you know, instead of having a, a strategic plan on how to uh, continually get a better relationship. This is a great tool to do that. Meeting one, once a month with your top agents, you know, and, and referral partners and readdressing the 30 days worth of, thing, of items is really, really critical to having that continued relationship. You've got a full, that's 12 meetings a year and through the course of doing that, and that's just one thing. That's a book, plus all the other things you do. 
right? The lunch and learns and the other things. So don't just hand out this book. It's not going to be enough to do that. Wouldn't you agree, Karen? Yes, absolutely. The, the lenders who actually are thinking about it's kind of like the customer experience to consider the, the, the agent as your customer. I know you also yes. have the customer of the, the actual person making the loan application. But if you're building yep. relationships with agents so that you have an ongoing stream of business, which is yep. a way to connect, to build, and grow, right? Yep. If you think yep. about it, the topic of discussion are already in a way set up for you. So you could say, you know, today's topic of discussion is about home inspections. How does that impact your business agent? And what can mm-hmm. I do on my end to make your job easier? That would be right. a conversation every real estate agent would want to have, I'm telling you, because that yeah. is like something that we all have to deal with. And we want to be sure that we're doing the addendum properly so that we're going to meet lender guidelines, so that we're not going to create a red flag in underwriting, so that we're not going to cause a situation where the loan may be delayed for some reason because, you know, now we've created a reinspect situation. That is a very rich topic, and that's just one day. So you yeah. could pick you know, top topic for the week and say, you know, this topic really resonated me and I could see how this would impact you, uh, real estate agent, and your business. So tell me what I can do to help you so that we can do this together, be on the same side of the table. And that, back to the value add, that is where when lenders see that and do that, that's where they achieve at a very high level and over time. Yeah, and I think it's it's not products, and I still see a lot of people selling. You know, well, we have we have the great great service and great rates, and that's just not where it's at now. Everybody's got great service and great rate. Well, maybe not everybody has great service, but <laughs> everybody has everybody has great rates. We're all within an eighth to a quarter of each other. You know, it's really who you're comfortable working with and who's going to get the job done and who's really going to help your business grow. Okay, so as we sort of wrap up here. Um, you mentioned Zappos, um, and I've read that book as well. Um, what else are you reading right now? What's another book that you're reading right now that you could share with all of us? Well, Hal Elrod's book, Miracle Morning, I highly yep. recommend that if, yep. if you haven't done that yet. Because if you start mm-hmm. your day, the premise is you start your day off right, then yep. the rest of the day will go better. And that I have found to be true, as have many other people. And yep. Hal has endorsed um, real estate success in five minutes a day as part of that Savers program. It stands for um, Savers stands for one aspect of the morning ritual, if you will, and reading yes. is one of them. And so yeah. you can take the five minutes and have your business reading be part of the um, component of the Miracle Morning. And yep. the, the, R, the R in Savers. Yeah. yeah, the R in Savers. You do know. You do know your. Miracle oh yeah, morning. I do Miracle Morning every day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and that's why you're successful. I, that's a, a principle of many highly achieved um, people are mm-hmm. are start their day off right. So yeah, and then yeah. the um, Michael Mayer, I you know the seven levels of communication is a classic. It yeah. shows that what you're talking about is you know the one on one and the deeper, richer communication levels at the top of the pyramid. Um, events also are very highly. Um, high up on the pyramid, and, and that's because the connectivity and the ability to to reach out and make an impact is stronger. Uh, I find his book to be one of the ones that I recommend on a frequent basis. 
Yeah, I used um, I used to hand his book out, and now I'll probably I'll be handing your book out. Um, I, all my agents have the seven levels. In fact, uh, Michael is writing the foreword for my book. Um, well, we've been dear friends. Yeah, we've been friends since his book was released. I actually read it before it was released. He had reached out to me and asked me to give him some feedback. So, um, okay, so that's wonderful. So, listen, everybody, if you haven't heard of seven levels, which you should have, if you're listening to all my podcasts, because I've already talked about the seven levels um, from Michael Mayer. Get that book, too, and use that book as a, as a means for um, having discussions and book clubs and, and things like that if you haven't uh, done that with your group. So what are your final thoughts with us? Your final comments and final thoughts or a favorite quote that you have as we finalize our time today? Well, the business, the lending business and the real estate business, it's, it's fairly easy to enter, I've discovered, and there's a lot of people that, that try it, if you will. Um, but the actual achieving success at a high level is is more challenging and that's where i would just say that that to achieve success at a higher level requires putting in some systems and principles and one of them is is reading to success so i would encourage you to to read my book and these other ones that have been recommended and those that, that jim recommends because she's achieving at a high level as well and we can learn from others. If, if I can do it, you can do it too. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Karen. It's been very insightful. I really appreciate you taking the time to share with us. And um, just remind everybody, um, her book is Real Estate Success in Five Minutes a Day. And you can get it on Amazon. There's a Kindle version. But I imagine you don't want a Kindle version because you're probably going to want to make notes, <laughs> especially if you're going to be uh, taking action on it. Um, I'm actually finding that I'm writing three gratitudes every day. Um, after reading it, I'm, I'm writing my three gratitudes from the previous day in the book. Um, so you may want to get the actual one to be able to share it with other people. And um, again, go to her uh, Facebook page, Five Minutes Success, and join the group. So thank you again, Karen, for joining us today. And we will see you next time on Mortgage Lending Mastery. Go out and make it a fantastic day. Thank you, Jen. Thank you for listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. If you liked what you heard, please drop by iTunes and leave a comment or rating. Get more free email updates, transcripts, selling and education resources, and Jen's upcoming speaking events. Just visit our website at kineticsparkconsulting.com.